Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show, the week of July 14th. Well, yeah, this is July 14th. This is part two. I am your host, Anthony Cortez. Joining alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alexander Ashley. What's going on, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up, Kev. Always a pleasure to be here. At home. <laughs> I should have had baseballism pulled up, but I don't. So give me a second. But baseballism, let's talk about them real quick. They're a good friends of ours, and they are an all-baseball related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing the baseballism. It's that simple. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Visit them at baseballism.com, and while you're there, use our code AA Sports. It's our initials A-A-S-P-O-R-T-S for first-time shoppers. Um they got a bunch of good stuff over there going on right now. Um, they got their camps in full effect right now. Uh, I believe they're starting some out in California and then Washington as well. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, I believe information is available on their website. But um, King Griffey Junior Collections are still available. Uh, Village Dream Collections are still available. Uh, Babe Ruth, Major League the Movie, um, sweats, caps, shorts, all kinds of accessories, all great material and really fast shipping as well. Um, even with the pandemic still in effect, they're on, they're on the game as far as getting their stuff out to you. So please keep supporting any, any and all local small businesses out there. Uh, whoever they may be, baseballism included, they support us, so go support them. All right, boys. MLB second half. It's the uh, second half time. We just got done with the officer game. Um, let's just talk some storylines real quick about the first half. We're leading into the second half. Uh, Alex mentioned it before we started taping, but uh, Trevor Bauer, that's a very big storyline there. If he can't go for the Dodgers for at least a couple more weeks, what does that do to them? Which he probably fucking shouldn't. No, he's not going to. MLB extended the uh, administrative leave uh, like two, two weeks, more weeks right? until the uh, 27th, uh, effective as of today. So, And it's looking like it – It'll be even longer than that. I mean, this dude could have possibly pitched his last pitch for the Dodgers already. Or ever. If he's guilty. Depending, yeah, depending on the outcome of the investigation. Yeah. But anyway. Division by division? Division by division. Where are we starting? AL? Well, let's just start top to bottom. AL East. Who's finishing up? Who's finishing first? Because it sure ain't going to be the Yankees. At least not Boston, my. Boston's been in control since pretty much day one, but Tampa Bay's hanging around, and you know that team always seems to find a way. They always find a way, one way or another. My money's on Tampa to end up taking this division at the very end. No, I I kind of agree. I feel like oftentimes whoever's leading the entire entire way never is the one to actually finish it out. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tampa as well, uh, but I don't think Boston is far behind. I think you know it's within within a couple of games. You know what I mean? Especially if Glass now gets healthy again and can pitch again later in the year, I think that will be the you know the push him over the top. Tommy That's John, I thought I thought he's out for the year for Tommy John. Was it Tommy John? Is it I Tommy so. John? It was his UCL. Hold on. 
I never read exactly what it was. Uh, that was, that was going to be my determining factor. I was going to stick with Boston because it didn't, we didn't know how long Glass Now was going to be out. But if it's Tommy John, I'm sticking with Boston. Uh, it says, Glass Now Elbow expressed that he was pretty optimistic about being able to come back sooner than later based on how his arm is currently feeling in an appearance on Chris Rose's Rotation podcast. <laughs> what was his injury, though? I thought it was a UCL tear. Was it just a strain? Just elbow. Um, hold on. Uh, the elbow's never a good thing. And true. I'm just, I don't... Uh, uh, UCL. Yeah, you were right. Glass now blames, blames MLB crackdown for UCL injury. Wow. So he is out for the year, probably. Very likely. Very likely. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Boston. That's so a partially torn UCL. Partially torn. My ass. And a strained flexor tendon. Okay, I asked you guys this the other day. All right, it was my you know my my three words for the American League East. Do you guys think it's time for the Yankees to kind of rebuild to some degree? It's time to, to do the, something, man. Big ass wow. contracts with Judge and Stanton. Garrett, uh, you know, and then they have LeMayu and all, you know, they have a couple of old guys that they've had around for a while that aren't dummy expensive, but do you think it's time for them to kind of start getting rid of some pieces? No. They still got too many good pieces, man. I mean, they're just underperforming this year. Still got Judge. You got Torres, Sanchez. You got <clears throat> Garrett Cole, Kevin Chapman. You still have very good pieces in this roster to build on to to make a champion. I, I don't see them tearing it down and trying to rebuild. I don't. What what do Aaron Judge and, and Jar Carlos Stan do besides hit home runs? Sure, Judge is a decent outfielder, but what do they do besides hit home runs? Oh, Judge can hit high two hundreds easy. I mean, he he's not just a he's not a three true outcome guy. This guy can get on base too. He's not Gallo. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean, he's well more of a complete hitter than Gallo is. Sure. I rolled as Chapman isn't terrible. He's just had a couple of really bad fucking outings. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody likes to blame him. I don't think he's a very liked person. I don't know, man. Because you, you keep getting there. They keep getting there. They just can't get over the hump. Since that's, that's my problem. Like, like at, at what point does getting there but not over the hump become like we got to change something? Like I feel like if the Bucks don't win this year, speaking of you know getting there but never over the hump, if the Bucks don't win this year, they need to do something. You know what I mean? I'd say if you get knocked out in the wild card of the division round year in and year out, absolutely. But we are so quick to discredit the Yankees. Two years out of the last four, they've made it to the American League Championship Series. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's why I say no, because, I mean, I agree with you all. You got a lot of pieces, but, I mean, you just keep getting there. You just can't get it done. And I'm totally not discrediting in their, their, their recency of their championships, but you also got to look at their history and the expectations of the club as a whole. Cause I think it varies from club to club and they haven't made a world series appearance in a decade. 
And they won like six times in a decade, like the decade before. You know what I mean? Like their expectations are not the same as the Rangers' expectations or the Brewers' expectations or even the Dodgers' expectations. You know what I mean? I don't think their expectations are the same as anybody else in the in the majors, honestly. Which is, and you know what? I'll I'll even go a step further with the Yankees. The last four years, they have lost the eventual conference champion, so the American League champion. Because last year they lost to the Tampa Bay Rays in the division round. Year before that they lost to the Astros in the championship round. Year before that they lost to the the Red Sox in the division round when they won the World Series. Year before that, they lost to the Astros in the championship round, who ended up winning the World Series. I mean, this team is in the thick of it. They just keep running into the team that makes it all the way. Right. And plus, I mean, we we talk about well, we've talked about this in the past, where like they just they they find like the worst spots to hit slumps offensively. True. You know? it yeah. like. You know, you have that, you have that, so to speak, you know, uh, you know, uh, murderers road lineup. It's not a murderers road lineup, but you know what I mean? They can definitely smash. But, you know, murderers road lineup since they're three peat. Exactly. But I mean, still, I mean, with that lineup, you should see at least five runs a game. You would hope at least. And, you know, they just find the worst opportune times to go in, go in slumps. It right. just happens. To, it just happens to be in the playoffs, <laughs> you know. So you know, what do you do about that? You can't do anything. Too often, they're going to be the team that almost made it or lost to the eventual, and all their pieces are going to lose value. They're not going to be able to get anything back. They're going to be too caught up in money. They're not going to be able to trade anybody away. It's going to kind of fuck them over in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the AL Central. I have the White Sox uh, finishing as the division leader. I just don't see anybody else catching up to them or even even fighting for it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think that's easy, especially with how far the Twins have fallen. Yeah, that's the biggest shocker, I think, in the majors this year is just how bad the Twins have gotten this year from last year. They're atrocious. Like, I don't understand the fall. I mean, were they outplaying themselves for all those years? Or did everybody else catch up? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I cannot explain exactly why they went from first place perennial playoff appearance to, you know, almost last. (laughs) Like, three games? Kevin, how uh, how long is Bregman out? He should be coming back soon. Like he's not far away from coming back. He's about to start a rehab assignment after this All Star break, I think. And I think the same is to be said for Mike Trout. He's coming back too for the Angels soon. Yeah, but even then, I don't I don't see them making a push, unfortunately, for the division. No, Maybe. but I mean, those are the two uh, biggest injuries in the division that everybody's watching. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Strohs finish it out and win the division. I, I, I think Oakland will make a push for it, but I'll give it to your Strohs. Yeah, me too. 
mean, how do you not? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're arguably yeah. one of the best teams in baseball, if not the best team. I know all but like one of their major batting stats are number one in the league and all their pitching stats are top ten. Starting pitching. Sure. Starting the pitching. Biggest, the biggest weakness the Astros have this season is their relief pitching, save for their closer. Hasn't that been the case for a minute, though? It's been really amplified this year. Sure, fair enough. Because last year the the story was that the Astros bullpen was very inexperienced, but you know what they they played very well for not having a lot of experience sure. in the in the majors. In fact, I think all of them were rookies except for Ryan Presley last year. Um, they played the Rays in the World Series or the mm-hmm. uh, American League Championship. Thank series. you. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. And took them all the way to seven games. And they were a team with a losing record going into the playoffs. But it's their they're bullpen. That lack of tape that teams had on their inexperienced pitchers. But now there's tape on them. And it's catching up to those young pitchers. Sure. So let's see if the Astros make a move for a, a couple relievers on that back end of the bullpen. Because a couple of the uh, acquisitions they got in the offseason in Ryan Stanek and uh, um, Pedro Baez just hasn't turned out. Pedro Baez hasn't pitched all year. He's been on the IL the entire time. Ryan Stanek's been very inconsistent. So let's see who they can get. Okay, here's one for you guys then. So we have Boston, Chicago, and the Astros. Who takes the wild card spots? Tampa Bay and Oakland. I said Tampa was winning the division. I'll give one of the wild cards to Boston. I'll give the other to... I'll give it to Oakland. Though it could be either Oakland or, or Toronto, I think. So I'm going to give – yeah, because I had Tampa Bay winning. I'm going to give it to Boston. But out of fucking nowhere, and I'm probably going to be wrong about this, but I would like to see this happen. I think Seattle might be able to overtake the athletics. And I think Seattle will be the other uh, – the other wild card, which will be almost like the truest definition of wild card. Uh, why? I just want to know your reasoning why you think Seattle can make a push. Sure. I think Seattle is really good at winning close games. Okay. Uh, and I feel like they're one of those teams that they're going to kind of hit their stride moving forward. Uh, they had, a, you know, definitely some young guys in their, their lineup last year and even the first half of this year. Uh, but I think they're kind of coming to their own. Mitch Hanniger, uh was injured for a while. He was kind of having some problems, but now he's kind of back on his home run track. I think he's got like 20-something home runs, 20 home runs. Uh, but more than anything, I feel like they're pitching. And I don't know. Like I said, I could pro- I'm probably wrong about this, but I feel like their pitching is a little overlooked to some degree. They don't have a ton of starting pitching, which is kind of their issue. Uh, but I feel like – from what I've seen, because I don't get to watch any fucking Rangers games, 
Um, so you they were on F. They were on FS1 the other day. Probably not fucking working now. Uh, but I I watch a lot of the games in division, and I feel like Seattle is gritty enough and doesn't make aren't making as many mistakes as I saw them make in the first like two months of this season. Uh, and I feel like Oakland is just kind of getting worse for some reason. Uh, I don't know why I feel that, but I feel like the athletics are just getting worse. So I don't know. I feel, I feel like Seattle is a team on the rise. I think they're going to do some things. Very interesting take, man. Very. And probably wrong, but like that, that, that's my hot take. I wouldn't, I mean, think it very well could happen. Crazier things have happened, but I don't see it. I mean, and they have some good people on their roster too. It's not like they're a bad team. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they got that like they got that star that that stud that just came up from the minors this league, right? Or this year, right? Yeah, yeah. He kind of burnt out really quickly. Yeah, they still uh, right back down pretty fast. Yeah. Me? But the Mariners are also, I think, like the youngest team in baseball at like twenty six or twenty seven years old too. Uh because mm-hmm. they're doing Huh? They've traded away all their big pieces and have a bunch of prospects to try to groom. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, Henniger is doing well. Crawford is good. Seeger is good. Uh, I really like their outfield. They're young, but they're fucking fast and they hit well. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, man. That's my hot take. That is the hot one. National League, uh, the East, who finishes out in the East? Can the Mets do it? The Mets are the Phils now. <laughs> yep. Unless yeah. uh, Washington all of a sudden gets super hot. Yeah, but I don't, I don't um, see it. This one's still close. Poor Acuna, man. That's that's just that's terrible. Yeah. Unless they lost Marcelo Zuna for also being an asshole. And Freddie Freeman's only been hitting well the past like month or two. Maybe he thought the Central would have been one of the like weakest divisions in the league, but it's the East this year because I really don't see anybody really standing out from anybody. The only different, the only difference maker is Degrom <laughs> and the pitching for uh, for the Mets, man. So. Nobody's really sitting any day of the week, so I'll go with the Mets. Well, don't nope. sleep on Nola because he's got like the third most strikeouts in the league, right behind Degrom. You know what I mean? And they just uh, placed him on the IL for how long? I think it's COVID, so it's not going to be too long, but still, just says O for out. <laughs> Nobody really stands out in the NL Central either. I don't know. Milwaukee's made some noise in the Central. Surprising the hell out of me. I thought they were on the downswing, but they've actually done very well this year. Yellows came back. Their willingness to go for it by making a trade for that first baseman. And, uh, Ogobot. Well, I think also getting uh, Adamas was a great upgrade over Urias. Yeah, probably. Because I wasn't super sold on that being a uh, a great pickup because it looked like they were essentially the same player. But I feel like um, 
feel like Adamus actually. So what? Adamus is now batting a two ninety one when he was batting like a one or like maybe just above two hundred when he got there. So he way upped his uh, his batting. Probably hitting his potential because he was projected to be a really good player for Tampa Bay. He just never reached it. Now he's finally reaching in Milwaukee. Yeah, for sure. Like, he has definitely stepped it up since being traded. I wonder if it had anything to do with being traded because he did not want to leave Tampa. <laughs> Maybe this is his fuck you to the Rays. This is what hey, it is. His glow up. This is, the, this is what you could have had. <laughs> hey, some people just need that motivation and uh, just that change of scenery to get things going, you know? Right. Yelich came back My from injury. Milwaukee. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say Yelich came back from injury, right? Was he out like pretty much the whole year? Uh, let's look. What a wonderful question. question. Let me circle back around. Vogelbeck is on the injury list. Kane is on the injury list. Shaw, Peterson, Brown. Uh, I do not see him on the injury list. Colton Wong is, and so is Topa. You got some big players uh, on the IL. That could be concerning moving forward. Conversely, they could get them all back at one time and then all of a sudden be a healthy team moving forward. Uh, yeah, Yelich is back. Looks like it. Yeah, I saw he was back. I just didn't know how, how long he'd been out. If it was like midseason or oh, if it was those. Yeah. I know the game's back and like the the – Range of the teams doesn't make it seem like it's a close division between Milwaukee and St. Louis with a with a gap of eight games. But I don't know, man. It feels like anybody in this division could get hot at the right time and win it. You know, which is St. Exactly. Louis has had its stretch this year. Chicago's had its stretches. Cincinnati made its stretch to get up to second place already. Milwaukee's been kind of up there the entire season. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like it could go to anybody in this division. I will take Milwaukee, but I don't think it's going to be by more than four games over one of those other three teams. That's funny. That's exactly what I was going to say. Every, my fear with the Brewers is that they're super streaky. If you look at it, they won like two of, what was that? Like eight. And then went on to win like 11 in a row. You know what I mean? So they've lost their last three right now. Cincinnati's won their last three. So exactly, Cincinnati's fucking eight and two in their last ten. But I feel like they're streaky too. Uh, The Cubs are two and eight in their last ten. So yeah. So this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Milwaukee still, but yikes all around. Yeah. It's hard to pick against Milwaukee right now. I mean, like you. Like you said, Kev, I mean, anybody can do it right now, minus Pittsburgh, but watch out for those cards. Those cards are just always there. Right? Yeah, they're just always there. My hot take would be that St. Louis somehow comes out of an eight-game hole and wins the division. That'll be my hot take. Hey, there you go. Let's get wild with it. Let's get wild. NL, The NL West, the San Francisco Giants, are they just team of surprise this year? Had a two-game lead right now on the Dodgers at 57 and 32. 
and every, all signs point to San Francisco is going to win, going to pull this one out. If unless the Dodgers can do anything miraculous, six games behind. They're not sorry that the the Padres, not not the Dodgers. I don't have the Dodgers winning this. I would say. I mean, it's hard not to go against San Francisco right now. I would love the Giants to win the division just for the storyline of, hey, everybody thought the Dodgers or Padres were going to win this division or by a landslide. Here comes the Giants saying, fuck you. (laughs) I don't know how the Giants do it, man. It seems like they don't have what they need on their roster year in and year out since their last championship in 2014. And here they are once again, leading the division last year, almost sneaking into the wild card. It just goes to show you, it just goes to show you, you don't need money. You don't need star players to win. At least not, at least not in the MLB, not in baseball. I mean, they still do have some stars, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying they don't. Buster I'm saying Posey they is having probably Buster one of the Posey. best seasons he's ever had. Johnny Crawford, who has been killing it just constantly since he got in. You know what I mean? Brandon Belt's having a resurgence of year. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Alex Wood was never a bad pitcher. I mean, I know he's in that that fourth spot right now. Kevin uh, Gossman too. Yeah, true. Yeah, Kevin Gosman was never a bad pitcher. Also, they're they're pretty good. They're not necessarily stars, but I mean, they definitely have some in here and experience ones too. I think. How long has Alex Dickerson been in the league? God, feels right? like a decade at least. He's thirty-one. He's so old. It's probably going to baseball be standards that is old. You reach thirty, you're old now, right? I saw oh, some meeting the other day. It was like. Um, it's like me standing up at 28 and everything cracks. Uh, me watching sports, the announcer. It's a miracle this guy is still playing. The oldest player in the league at 31 years old. <laughs> we don't know how he does it. Uh, but yeah, so the I, most, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I think, and I, I don't know, right? Because we don't know shit. Uh, I think the Dodgers will end up pulling this one out. I think what's going to happen is they're going to make a trade for another pitcher. Uh, they're going to find somebody to kind of take uh, Trevor Bauer's spot for the time being. Because if you look at their lineup, I mean, they still have one of the most formidable lineups in, in all of baseball. You have Mookie Betts, who will be real west, well rested after skipping the all-star break. Uh, or all-star game and Cody Bellinger who's been injured for a while who's seemed to be starting to catch a stride maybe this break will either hurt or help that and then Pollock and left uh, Gavin Lux has been solid as short Justin Turner was probably snubbed from the all-star game when they gave the nod to Arenado uh, and then Max Muncy at first Chris Taylor is always good especially at bat uh, and Will Smith is definitely overlooked at the catching position but then again you look at their top four Pitchers, Kershaw, Bueller, who, if it wasn't for um, DeGrom, probably should deserve the Cy Young with what he's been doing. Trevor Bauer and then Julio Urias, who has really taken a really far step forward. So that's a really start, like a really good 
first four. So if you can find somebody to be that kind of three, four, um, they have a decent enough bullpen and Jensen hasn't been nearly as shitty as has been in the past. I think his heart's finally kind of holding steady. You know what I mean? Uh, so I think they go get a pitcher. They trade somebody because they have enough talent across the board to be able to go get somebody. Um, and end up pulling this one off. And it's not that I don't believe in the Giants. I just, I think with all things considered, the Dodgers still being there means something. You know what I mean? Plus, I mean, you can see them doing something crazy to make up for Trevor Bauer being out. We don't know how long he's going to be out. So, you know, you can. And and you have to assume as the head coach that he's just not with you anymore. Like, you can't plan for him coming back. You just have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is the team we have, you know. So, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I don't think the Padres are going to make any moves because I don't think they have any fucking money left. Uh, And I think they have have who they want. The Padres have who they want. It's Right, exactly. Like, they're not going to do anything to – fix what they got going on. You know what I mean? Not that they yeah. think they'll make a splash. They may make a move for a couple of bullpen pieces or a utility guy, but they're not going to make a big splash. No. Yeah. I mean, did y'all like, hear the, did y'all hear the rumors that Gallo might be on his way to New York? Yeah, yeah. I've heard that <laughs> quite a bit. I've also heard the ones about a uh, story on New York too. So, wow. Well, yeah, but, I mean, we'll you how... talk about any big time, Trade piece, Yankees are always rumored first. Yeah, Yankees or Dodgers, always. Yeah, because they got the monies. They got the monies. Makes it easy. So for the most part, we have the division winners or division leaders as they are, kind of winning the divisions minus minus a few or minus like one or two probably for all of us. But um, we are the wild cards for the National League. Probably the Dodgers and the Padres, or the Giants and the Padres. Yeah. I got three coming out of the West. So do I. I know I said hot take that the cards would somehow find a way to, but if they don't, cards would be a wild card for me and probably, um, yeah, I say that, but as I sit here and look at it, if it were to end right now, you would actually see the Brewers, the Giants, the Dodgers. Oh, no, yeah, never mind. Dodgers Damn. and San Diego, if the season ended today, would be the yeah. wild card. Okay, never mind. Damn. No, I, I have it staying just as it is, and I have three coming out of the West. I have one flip and three out of the West. All I right. think there'll be a flip. I think Padres may jump the Dodgers. But I yeah. think they'll still both be wild cards. Yeah, I got Dodgers over Giants. How about that for a wild card game? That's ESPN. Between those two? Hell yeah. That's MLB and ESPN's wet dream at the end of the season. A Dodgers and Padres winner take all wild card game. I want to see something. Let me look at their schedule real quick. I want to see who they actually end the season with. That is ESPN's wedgering, though, for sure. 
It's absolutely, absolutely. Okay, if you're the Dodgers, who do you start? Do you start Bueller or do you start Kershaw? Uh, they missed the opportunity. Dodgers end the season against uh, the Brewers, but they have a series against the Padres right beforehand. But it would have been beautiful if those two were facing off at the end of the year and then had to play a winner-take-all wildcard game right after that. That would be slick. I have to go Kershaw, man. I just have to. I have to go Kershaw. You got to go Bueller. I think you go Bueller because then you have Kershaw in game one of a whatever playoff, and then Bueller gets his extra beauty sleep, and then he gets normal in that game too. And that's why y'all are here because I didn't think about that. So, yeah. Anyways. Why did you pick him, Kev? I just said, did you have the same thought I did? Uh, Kershaw's uh, inconsistency in the playoffs. Yeah, super true. Um, Bueller has been the better pitcher of the two this year, definitely. Absolutely. So, I mean, you got to go with your hot hand, and Bueller is definitely the hot hand. Yeah. Outside of Bauer, but Bauer may not be coming back, so. Right. Yeah, you got to assume Bauer's out. All right, boys and girls, that's going to be it for part two. Continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't section drive. We do have an email address if anybody wants to write and contribute to the show. Who are your division winners? Who's what, your hot take? Who's going to finish the season in the playoffs that is currently not in the playoff picture? We want to know. Um, but that'll be it for now. Part three, we're going we're gonna to creep into football season. Alex's favorite subject. We're going to watch him get all riled up here. So as we are like roughly nine weeks away from the – 2021 season, 2022 season, whatever it is. Anyways, I'm talking about it like four weeks ago. <laughs> With that being said, let us. Peace. See ya.